Hello, listeners. We just wanted to give a disclaimer at the beginning of this. We talk about some heavy, we have a heavy conversation during this episode about cannibalism and death. So please listen at your own discretion. Oh my gosh. Oh dear. You know, now that you put it that way, I'm sold. No, just kidding. Hello and welcome to Inconclusive, the podcast where we randomly select topics and argue about them. Coming up Inconclusive, my name is James. My name is Abigail. And my name is Candace. All three of us are educators at an international school in Taiwan and bring wildly different perspectives to the table. It is important to note that our individual opinions do not necessarily reflect those of our employer. Okay, let's begin. Welcome, listeners. Uh, we've been doing a series on unpopular opinions. My unpopular opinion, which I have discovered is actually unpopular within this group, is that cannibalism is wrong. That is my opinion. Mm. And I am horrified and curious to know about your backgrounds with this opinion. Should we define the term cannibalism as oh, yeah. we start? How are we defining cannibalism? Cannibalism is the practice of eating the flesh of one's own species. And according to another dictionary definition, it is the ceremonial eating of human flesh or parts of a human body for magical or religious purpose. Oh, as, like at a cult meeting? Yeah. Just like sacrifice someone and eat them. Eat them. Chow down. Yeah. Yikes. Or like drinking blood, that kind of thing. This is would the grossest be, episode I think we've ever recorded. But would drinking blood be cannibalism because you're not eating flesh? I mean, Ooh, if it's got true. bits in it. But it wouldn't have bits in it. No. <laughs> so gross. This is I cannot believe that my opinion is unpopular on this. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised Holy for this entire moly. episode. I'm, well, I'm, okay, so I guess to, to begin with, I, I think, well, why do you think it's bad? Why do you think cannibalism is bad? Ugh, it's, I think... It's I mean, other than like nauseating. it's gross. Yeah, it's just I think like I think the the like repulsion or the revulsion I feel within my flesh is like this is bad and like it's Old Testament. I know Old Testament. There's a whole bunch of laws that are bizarre, but like there's there's some laws about like not eating other people's flesh in many different cultures, and I feel like it's a red flag when a bunch of the cultures of the earth all agree that this is a bad idea, either because they've seen it go awry or they've it's understood they've understood how maybe this isn't a good idea because it causes all of these consequences to it. It just is disgusting to me. And also, how are you how can you start eating other people? Like, okay, I know that you all are gonna give other examples, so I, I will stop and then I'll bring up my questions in a second. So cannibalism is bad. I think in ordinary life, cannibalism is bad. Yeah, think, but we, we can't adjust based on ordinary life versus not ordinary life. Well, I think, I think desperate times, to quote a very common saying, call for desperate measures. I also think that killing people is wrong. Like, I'll start there. Murder, not good. What, a, what about in desperate times? In, in desperate times, murder, bad. What about in desperate times? <laughs> in desperate times, Murder is bad. I think murder in any circumstance is bad. Yeah. And well, hmm, well, yeah. That kind of <laughs> depends too. But on the topic of can, or sorry, you were saying. Uh, well, I was just clarifying. I think murder is bad. 
although my opinion is that in certain circumstances, cannibalism would be okay. I think it would always be wrong to kill someone to eat them. But if they happen to die from, you know, dysentery, then yeah. eat that flesh. Ugh, yes. It's so gross. Well, I think so. I <laughs> Cook think it first. Don't well, eat it raw. For me, Cook like it. a s- scenario where that would be, where I would resort to that is if there's absolutely no other food source. Yeah. Like I would definitely prefer to, you know, gather and forage wild berries before I eat, you know, Billy over here who just passed, right? Yeah, um, you're going to have to decide real fast when Billy passes whether or not you're going to eat him. So. Well, I mean, I think by the time Billy passes, we will all be quite aware of, like, if Where we're on we a, if Especially we're on if island Billy dies stranded. of starvation, that Gross. would be your clue. But what's, what's the point? Because, like, we, we, we as Christians, we believe that when we die, we'll go to heaven. So why, why do something so degrading to our being for the sake of surviving an extra three days. I see. I think that you just put a key in there that I wouldn't agree with. You said so degrading to our bodies. Mm. I don't think that trying to find a way to survive is degrading, even if it is, you know, in normal circumstances would be considered gross. Um, so what it makes me think about is the the Donner Party. I feel like that's kind of a, a relatively well-known... Um, I do not know about it. Okay. Enlighten me. So um, Oregon Trail party heading to California. Some leader got a little arrogant and decided to go away that wasn't blazed during a time when it shouldn't have been with caravans full of like families, including children. They get stuck. I You're think. about to ruin the Oregon Trail game for me. No, 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 no. That was a, this is a different trail, mm-hmm. but same r- time period. Did you guys ever play that game? Yeah, oh, of course. Dude, that was a sick game. The bomb. It They've is, made yes. a card game version. Yeah, of it. I have the what? card game version of it. We guys. need to play. <gasps> game Dude, night. Let's play. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, yeah. so they're heading like more south and they get stuck. I think it's in the Saharas, right? In California, which are notorious for um, really, really bad snow winds and whatnot. So they get stuck in in these mountains and they can't go any further forward. Their animals are dying. They've already eaten everything. They're like pretty much stuck. So two people decide that they're going to go try and scout forward. Everyone else is going to camp so they don't die. So they try to go scout and they're like, it's, it's weeks and weeks and weeks and people start dying and these children start getting really sick. So some of the people of the party start those who froze to death or starved to death because they couldn't find anything else because there wasn't anything else. And they're like, pil- they're like, not pilgrims. They're, um, what do you call it? They're organ, you know, Southern prairies. Pioneers. 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 <laughs> pilgrims. <laughs> pilgrims of the prairie. <laughs> and so they started like, when people died in the snow, right? So they're preserved, they're frozen. So they're starting to cut them up and eat them and feed them to their family so that they could survive. And it was like only five people died because of this, right? Because they were not, and they made it the rest of the way. And I actually have a friend whose husband is a descendant from the Donner Party. Whoa. Um, yeah. Oh so that's gosh. kind of, that's kind of a fun, a fun fact. Um, and so like, it isn't just three extra days, right? And that kind of circumstance is literally generations later. He's our age. And so... Wow. Generations of life. Of were, life were given because of these because five someone, deaths. And it was only five mm-hmm. versus however many were in there. That's like party. the trolley principle or the trolley oh, yeah. problem. Except for no one murdered the people. They it's died just, already. They would have been like, dead either way. Would you eat five people in order to have generations of children? Or would you not eat five people and, and die? die? Well, I think that... 
yeah, generations of people. Okay, life here's, wins. Here's the thing. It like this is also why I I don't believe in the death penalty because I myself couldn't do it. I would not be able to pull the trigger, inject the the killing vaccine. I would not be able to turn on the electric chair. I would not be able to put a bullet in anyone's head. So I cannot I cannot reasonably to myself ask that my government do it for me when I, when I myself couldn't do it. That that's why I think I can't Could stomach you do surgery on yourself? I don't even know if I could. Like So then do you, so then do you want a doctor to do it for you? Uh, yeah, but like <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> ask him to kill me. Like I, I like that's the thing is I'm like oh. that's gross just of like I don't know if I could stay awake long enough to sever my leg or something, but like to actually murder someone else or like like taking away someone else's life or using someone else's life for my own gain like that grosses me out and also i feel like i could never do it i think that's why i disagree with cannibalism and we'll be right back after this break hello welcome to currently reading with abigail with james Today's book is A History of the World in Six Glasses by Tom Standage. This nonfiction book retells the history of humanity through the lens of six beverages, beer, wine, spirits, coffee, tea, and Coca-Cola. An entertaining and informative read, Standage vividly describes the complex interconnectedness of human culture and drink through the different eras of world history. See you next time. Welcome back, everyone. Before the break, we were talking about my unpopular opinion, which I'm surprised is unpopular, (laughs) that cannibalism is bad. I think before the break, you said that you wouldn't be able to take someone's life to benefit yours. Mm. But I feel like the only circumstance where I could see cannibalism as acceptable for a means of survival is if the person's already dead. And I would agree with that. But what if they died of a disease? Cook it real good. <laughs> well, like, so... What do so you mean if they... D- I, well, I found an article that said one of the, the, one of the downsides and the reasons why uh, cannibalism is taboo in virtually every culture, this is from Vox, is that eating other humans can make you sick. Like, literally just eating the brain of another human can cause kuru, which is a brain disease, kind of like mad cow disease. Yeah. And this one cannibalistic tribe in Papua New Guinea, there, like, hundreds of people died, thousands of people died c- because they contracted kuru from um, eating the bodies of relatives to cleanse their spirits after they've died. So they're not killing people. It was after they died, they would eat the relatives' bodies to cleanse their spirits because it was a religious ceremony, and they would die. I feel like starving to death because you're in a a plane that crashed in some sort of mountains where you can't find food or possibly contracting a disease. I think I would rather possibly contract the disease think i'd rather die i mean i feel like there are parts of the body that i wouldn't eat like I wouldn't the brain. Eat a brain i feel no. like the texture of a brain doesn't sound very appealing Blech. but Actually, i mean like the brains of animals apparently not humans but animals are supposed to be really good at, like for pregnant women to eat it's called like sweet meat or something and it's the different organs and brain is one of them hmm. like for pigs and cows and sheep i think 
Like, but I mean, like even here in Taiwan, we make use of a lot of animal parts in terms of you know, true. Local, uh, not human local parts, delicacies. Though. Well, I know. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I hope not. In an extreme scenario, I feel like if I was in the mountains, I feel like I'd, it'd be different. I feel like mountains you could like try to walk out of. Well, and well, you, you'd find mountains. I mean, like, depending on like, how high like you are, the likelihood of finding edible material on a mountain is higher than maybe like in a desert, in a in the middle of a desert, or like. On a tiny island in the middle of nowhere. I disagree. I oh, think but it'd fishing. Be, oh, yeah. Shoot. See, I think it'd be easier to find food on an island than on a mountain. I guess desert's the one. Then there are lizards that come out at night. Yeah, mm-hmm. those probably. Don't I mean, offer and again, cannibalism last resort. Like you've already tried to find food. You've already tried to fish. You've already tried to like f- forage your berries or whatever. But at a certain point, if you're going to die and someone else already has died, or maybe I'll put it this way. If we are all stranded somewhere and I die but because of starvation and y'all haven't died, I'm giving you permission to eat my body. I am rejecting your permission. Wow. I'm sorry. I guess I'll be the only one to live. <laughs> that, that's fair. I'll go with be with Jesus. Really? Like, I refuse. Well, I mean, yeah. Because there's, there's no point at that point. Like... There, I like, mean, James, at that know. point, James would survive. But I feel like because you don't then he would have yeah. both of us. So then we can have James Hudson Taylor, the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth, and it can carry on. Well, Brown like can, be, thing, can go away. Thing, it's fine. Well, I mean, Donner, my brother would carry on. Brown. It's the fine. thing about the Donner party, yeah, like you don't know what potential you or your offspring could have on the world. It's true. But I think and I'd you never rather know die. How close you are to salvation, too. Like I already know Jesus. I'd rather nah. die. <laughs> <laughs> on a personal note, one of the things that one of my constant memories from childhood was my mom telling us, I don't remember where it started, um, but telling us all the time, like, if we were ever in a plane crash and we all and and, you know, we went down and there was no food and you died, I would eat you and you can eat me, too. You're saying it <laughs> like you, a I sing died. song voice. Like That's how was, she used to say it. It was like it. before bedtime. It was like, like no, it wasn't just before in. bedtime. It was just like maybe the bed at least fight. once a I week. I would eat you. It was like. at least once a week for most of my childhood growing up. <laughs> Just so you know, <laughs> Mrs. Nelson, I I feel conflicted by by that statement. But Mrs. I, Davis, I mean Mrs. Davis, sorry. I I think that you can do what you want, but I disagree. I would not be able to do it. For what it's worth, Mom, I'll eat you if you're in a plane <laughs> crash in the mountains and you can eat me. Oh, I don't know if I would eat my mom though. <laughs> I feel like there's well, I feel like. Eating a dead stranger is different than eating a dead family member. Why? Why is it different? Because there's personal, there's some personal connection there. Not just the personal connection of being a human? She gave you life once. She I mean, can that's... give it to you again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, dear. You know, now that you put it that way, oh. I'm sold. No, just kidding. <laughs> I will stand by my earlier statement that this is the grossest episode. Well, but okay, so your mom heard. means the same to you than a, as a stranger? I would say on an eating level, yes, they're both human, and but, I would. But Candace wouldn't eat either. Yeah, That's I would true. rather I die eat than both. eat the stranger. So or I would rather eat my mom, I think, than a stranger because I know it's okay with my mom. Because oh, my oh. mom has said it's okay, but a stranger, I don't know if I'm. Okay, yeah, my mom them. hasn't told me it's okay. Yeah. okay Shout so, out to my mom for giving me life for the first time, but I probably. Yeah, okay, so if we're okay with cannibalism in dire circumstances, when like food supply starts to run low on the earth for everybody. Mm-hmm. Are we going to start eating cadavers? We're going to start. Oh, probably. If people die first before we eat them. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I, Ugh. Abigail and I, I think 
agree that we we are not supporting <laughs> like cannibals who go out and hunt people and like eat parts of them and all this kind of stuff like when there's a grocery store <laughs> like right there <laughs> but there's but there's like a reason that we that we like it's a crime to desecrate a body to do anything with a body yeah but that's, and that's that, so not everyone can give permission before they die that's literally the desecrated body thing that's just like a societal construct of how it's a societal construct that I agree with it's i mean i feel like to me that's why i wouldn't eat my mom see but i feel like if our if uh, okay so going back to like being christians right our body is literally a vessel for our soul it's literally how we exist just a car. it's just a car we're here wait but our body is a temple it's a also jacked a jacked up temple car but it's, it's like the pope's car it's the pope mobile like so our body is oh gosh the pope mobile <laughs> it looks like a tiny temple Why are you, who calls it the pope? you've never heard the pope mobile no, i've seen it it's like I, a little glass box okay. yeah. he goes so, and like side note so he doesn't get shot yes some crazy well, Side yeah. note, when I was in college, uh, I was a resident assistant at my university, and one of my residents in my building, her favorite human on earth was the Pope, like the current <laughs> Pope, Pope Francis, Pope Francis II, or I don't know what his number is after, but she had a picture of him. She had a bobblehead of him in her room. She had, <laughs> had Is she a, Catholic? I, I think so, yes. That but she okay, loved okay, Pope tracking. Francis. She thought he was the, the best thing ever. And so she had she literally had a bobblehead of him. She'd talk about him when we'd come in and she talked about the Pope Mobile, thinking it was the coolest car. <laughs> Back to us being Pope Mobiles. <laughs> um, if you really believe though that the soul is what's important and the flesh is not what is important, mm-hmm. other than what you can activate on earth, right? Like my soul, my flesh is important just because of the connections I can make with other people for their soul right it's two separate things kind of mixed together so when my mom dies she's going to heaven based upon my beliefs her soul is going to her soul is going to heaven and her body is here and it cannot do good for the world anymore that's true if we weren't in dire circumstances right like if we're in dire circumstances it could give i feel like there's a similar argument for like cremation versus burying whole Right? Yeah, the idea yeah. of like, are you trying to preserve the body? Yeah, like, yeah, but like, yeah. if we are only talking about cannibalism being okay in dire circumstances, then the argument of the body is useless anymore doesn't hold up for just that. It holds up for let's kill the let's eat the body anytime someone dies. Like, why haven't Christians been cannibals for the last two thousand years if our body doesn't matter anymore since it's just the boat mobile? And with that, we're going to take a quick break. And welcome to the segment Words Are Hard with Candace with Abigail. Today's word is irk, and it means to be annoyed or disgusted. This word is thought to originate from the Norse word irkja, meaning to work. An example of this word would be, my boss really irked me when she gave me an extra duty. Irk. Welcome back. Before the break, I asked a follow-up question saying, um, if we are claiming that cannibalism, my, to my two co-hosts, if we're claiming cannibalism is okay in dire circumstances because our flesh vessel, the body, is 
not contain the, the soul. We used the term Pope Mobile. <laughs> we did use the term Pope Mobile. The if our Pope Mobile is to empty. Our, sorry to our Catholic listeners, we are not all popes. There is one pope. <laughs> yeah. But we are all temple vessels. Facts. Yes. So if our body is useless after we die, and and like we're supposed to take care of it while we're alive, but then when we're dead, it's just gonna go away anyway. Then why don't people? Why haven't Christians been cannibals for the last 2000 years why not just eat a person anytime they die it even you could even tie it slightly to religious significance you can be like i'm gonna eat this other temple of the holy spirit that was here for a time you could not tie it to religious i could see how like a subcult could do it a subcult yes some sort of weird a lot lot of of really really shady business but so like my point is how does that hold up in just dire circumstances versus in not dire circumstances. I think because it's not necessary in not dire circumstances. Like, I don't want to eat my mom. Like, I'm I'm not, like... <laughs> looking, Good. I'm not, like, looking forward to this circumstance or whatever. Like, because I, I love her and it would be mm-hmm. really hard for me. It's not just going to be, like, some sort of, like, oh, here we go. It would be some sort of, like, a emotionally tumultuous because I'm going to die I'm going to do this thing, and that's why. Versus, I'm going to go buy, you know, some steak from <laughs> the grocery store. I think, yeah, named th- Bill. Well, I think when you're in a dire circumstance, there are not any alternative options, right? And that's when you have to look to more extreme measures in order to survive. And I think the reason why Christians haven't done it is because it's prohibited in the Old Testament laws. Yeah, and. But we're I not. think that's a good enough reason for people who regularly have access to some form of food to, to stay away from that. Yeah. There's no need. I mean, the reason I, I think it's fairly extreme to like, it is extreme to want to eat another person mm. regardless, I think. And that's why oh, for sure the dire extreme. circumstances is like, I really don't want to have to do this. But for me and my gang of travelers or stranded, you know, people here, like, are we going to be able to survive, to you know, survive. two more weeks to be able to hopefully get rescued or but what, but what if, not? What if you, as soon as, let's say that someone was on the verge of dying and you all were really hungry, would you just speed up the process just a little bit? No. And what if you, as soon as this person dies, whether if they died naturally from starvation or whatever, as soon as they die and you're starting to eat them, you get rescued. I would feel guilty for the rest of my life. You would feel guilty for the rest of your life. Yeah, if you had waited for two more seconds, then you would have gotten rescued and never had to be a cannibal. Because I'm not saying that I want to be a cannibal. But you would be in that moment. to not die. I I just can't do it. What do you think, would it change your mind if the person before they died told you explicitly, do not eat me? For me, Ooh, yeah. yeah, that would change it for me. You so you wouldn't probably not to honor the, their request yeah. on their dying. I think in that bed. kind of circumstance, I guess depending on who I'm stranded on. Like, because I mean, for you, like your mom said that you can yeah, eat her, but if fine. someone said, like, Don't. if your sister was like, like I, I, won't, died, I probably will not eat Candace because yeah, she said I have several times such revulsion to not the idea. to right. Like mm. she has been very clear. But to play devil's advocate here, she's dead. Would you ignore my wishes since my flesh vessel is all that's left? My soul is gone. No. I wouldn't ignore your wishes. Aww, thank you. Oh, thank you. I don't think that I would have a stranger either. Because the idea of cannibalism is to, like, in the, <laughs> the idea of cannibalism, bracket, in only these dire, extreme Abigail's situations. Cannibalistic manifesto. <laughs> uh, 
in bookstores. <laughs> this is in the only grossest. in dire circumstances can you purchase this book. <laughs> you have to get off the island first to purchase it. <laughs> um, no, we deliver it to you. <laughs> and not food. Amazon two day shipping. No, no food, though. No food, no food, though. No food. Only no food. Just the book. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is so dark. This is such a I think, hard episode. Well, the, point, the point is like that you can live so that you can continue on. I mean, hopefully be able to like. Be of use be to of society. Use to society. Give food <laughs> to <laughs> that <laughs> island. You just, you just get rescued or whatever. And then you go and do nothing good. That would be terrible. Right. And so I, I don't think that I would want to. I would want to eat someone who has been very clear that they don't want to be eaten. But if they didn't say anything. I think I would. What if at their deathbed they were like, hey, Abigail, I, I'm okay with you. Would I you would. fill in the words and be like, oh, yeah, they said I just said okay. if they didn't say it one way or the other, I would eat them. If they said no, I wouldn't eat them. I mean, them. you can't know what they were going to say. Yeah. yeah. So you would just not eat them if they went, I'm okay with you eating. No, 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 no. Uh, again, <laughs> if they say no, I won't. And if they don't say anything, then I will. <laughs> All right, I've a, I've I'm gonna continue my devil advocate okay. role here. What if what would you do with a severed limb? Ew! Oh, whose severed limb? If it's Yours? mine, would you eat your own would hand? You eat your own severed yes, limb? Yes, would. Ooh, no. I would if it was my thigh, but not my arms, because my thigh is a bit more meat. Ew! Ew! <laughs> <laughs> I this I is need to work out my episode. biceps more before we <laughs> before can get a meal out of my arm. <laughs> All of the bicep muscle you build in starvation. Oh, that's true. Then chop that. Chop my leg off. Would you chop your own leg off to eat if you were stuck? But guys, yes, your body. If is I was a cannibal, if I oh, well, you're not killing yourself. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Oh. If I was in say. a scenario where there were like more vulnerable people with me, so I guess this is the other part of it. I 100% would chop off body parts to start feeding it to vulnerable people so that they wouldn't die. I don't know if I like would eat it. Like out of care for those who are out of, Yeah, so like young That's kids or old elderly. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Ooh, 100%. elderly? Okay. Hmm. Candace, what were you about to say? I was just going to say that our bodies are kind of cannibalistic by themselves. That like your body starts to waste away because it eats the leftover fat and muscle and everything else. Oh my gosh. And we will be right back after this break. Hello. Welcome to Jokes and Jocular Facts with James, with Candace. Today's joke is, how do you ask a Tyrannosaurus out to lunch? T-Rex? Today's jocular fact is that birds such as chickens and ostriches are the closest living relatives to Tyrannosaurus rex, as reported by Smithsonian Magazine in 2008. The dinosaurness of birds has been suspected for many years based on anatomical similarities, but the new research is the first molecular evidence. For decades, dinosaurs were thought to be reptiles, big ones to be sure, but basically cold-blooded, slow-moving, and dim-witted. The movie Jurassic Park popularized the idea of dinosaurs as quick, smart, and bird-like. The movie's ideas had been proposed in the 1970s. A book by paleontologist Robert Backer called The Dinosaur Heresies nicely conveyed this change in thinking and the controversy that accompanied it. This has been Jokes and Jocular Facts with James with Candace. Catch you next time. Welcome back. 
We were talking before the break about, again, mobiles, our body being a flesh vessel that's just existing on earth. And then when we die, it goes away and that's okay. Um, and then and our soul carries on. I am curious to know, because this seems like it's connected to what we were talking about earlier. If Which was two, cannibalism, which yes. was eating, which was eating each other. Right. Okay. And, and I was talking about in civilized society that, that we shouldn't, but if, um, it, like if people were dying and people like are saying that you should eat the body when it's done, then, then when life is done, then how just for those of you who can't see Candace just had like shivers. <laughs> I'm, I'm so clenched up right now. Cause this conversation is so gross to me. Um, but I'm curious to know how you all would like to be, have your, have your Pope mobile cared for after you die. I think in a dire situation, my answer would be different. But I think if I die under normal circumstances, I want my surviving family to pick the most technologically relevant slash environmentally friendly method for my body to be discarded. I don't think... I personally have a strong attachment to be like buried in a certain place or with certain people or in a certain form at this point. I also haven't thought a lot about dying, so that might be a reason why <laughs> I don't really have ideas. But I know, Abigail, you have, I have strong ideas strong about Strong opinions about this, actually. Yeah. Um, first, I would like to say, in dire circumstances, if we're somewhere together and I die, eat me first. But then I would like to all of my organs, everything salvageable to be donated, right? If I die under normal or normal circumstances, um, skin, bone marrow, all organs, corneas, everything. I want DNA. It all. DNA rights. Ooh. Anything that could be that transplanted work. to keep someone else in the hospital alive. Yeah, because okay. DNA different. also, that would be different because she doesn't have total ownership of her own DNA because her DNA also includes DNA that's in her siblings. Okay. Yeah, James. Yeah. So you'd have to get consent from your entire same family. Same with your blood. You can't donate blood with... I mean, there's DNA in your Yeah, but your that's blood. blood that could then get used by somebody else explicitly. It's not, we know it's right. used. It's okay. not being used for scientific research. Okay. Blood right. being... Things being used for transplants or transfusions. Yeah. Anything that's salvageable, I want it to be donated. And then, depending on whether or not... Um, I guess I don't know the answer to this. I don't know if after you've donated all your organs, you can go to a body farm, but if you can... Whoa, what? I'll explain what that is in a second. Okay, if you... It sounds like exactly what it is. I'm if normally you, screaming. <laughs> if you can get, get sent to a body farm, that's what I would like first. Um, a body farm is where different like forensic scientists study what happens during decompos- decom- decomposition, decomposition and other things to help solve crimes or to be able to better estimate like time of death and what bugs do what and what sunlight does or shade or this plant or this fungus Basically or do this experiments circumstance. on your dead body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're like decomposition experiments. Mm-hmm. And if that is not allowed because of the amount of things to hopefully to be harvested um, for donation, then I would like to be composted, which basically you get, uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. You get buried in a whole bunch of dirt with some worms. And then eventually as you decompose, they turn you over or whatever. And it turns you into like really, really dense nutrient rich soil, which would be the most environmentally friendly as to date way to be buried. What about that one where you are in like a capsule underneath You're a tree? Urn. Yeah. Except the urn, the co- the cost of making the urn and oh. the burlap and all the other things with it, like have a heavier environmental tax. Whereas the composting, they do nothing. They mm. just like 
Hey, worms. Hey, worms. Here you go. Go at and, it. Um, hmm. And so, yeah, so that would be, that would be what I, I would want. I kind of like the idea of the urn, though. Like, but, like, first, I, I hate it when I go to funerals and, like, because, like, we've all been to many funerals. And, and it's an opportunity to, to mourn the loss of the person that died and to, and to celebrate who they were in their life and to celebrate the fact that they, for the ones that are Christians, celebrate the fact that they're in heaven. And I hate it when funerals say, like, we say from the pulpit or say about the person, yeah, like, they lived a great life, we're celebrating who they are, and we're celebrating the fact that they're in heaven if they're a believer. But then everyone's in black, and there's somber organ music playing. Mm. My funeral will be a party. There will be cake. There will be a dance floor. We will jam. They may crowd surf with my coffin. Who cares? I, it's a party. It was a like it's a celebration of of life and life eternally with Jesus. I refuse for I, I would in fact say at my funeral if I die and I know this isn't legally binding, but my mom, you are listening to this. I know you are, so I'm telling you this in case I die. I want no one to wear black at my funeral. Absolutely no Wait, one. Wait, but you this, must isn't wear there color. room for grief? No, they okay. they can grieve. They can grieve. That's outside. not emotionally help, healthy to grieve. I, I mean, I don't think that the funeral is a place for grieving. I think a funeral should be the place for celebration. That if we're all gonna like, if we're gonna drive hours and hours to come meet together, we can grieve at each other's houses when we're playing poker the night before or whatever people do. But at the funeral, whatever people do, <laughs> I don't know. The night before the funeral, yeah, like I, I know Ooh, when families come to title. visit, the night before <laughs> the funeral. when people come to visit like before a funeral, then they like have potluck together or they order out food and. and and cousins that haven't seen each other in a long time get to hang out. And, and it's kind of weird because like a death brings mm. them together, mm. but it's also like kind of a family. But I feel reunion. like people who, I feel like people who want to treat that as a solemn event do it out of respect. Yeah, but. But I, like, I feel like if I was to attend this pre-funeral party, I would feel wrong partying almost at the, the, at the event of your death. Mm. You know, but and there's something about that doesn't feel right to I me. I feel like also people grieve in different ways, and maybe I think there's a sense of closure to be able to have space for sadness and grief at a funeral because it kind of like adds the sense of being done. But I do hear what you're saying though about like the that I think funerals are too somber. But I would I agree I, with that. I think even extending to our topic, I think before if I was to eat someone's body, I would have like. I would have them. some kind of like, yeah, I would say, oh, yeah. I would say goodbye to them or yes. what if you whatever. Them? They're a stranger. Yeah, I still, I still, you can still, stranger. you can still extend Look, respect. If they've died of starvation, if you're all in this thing and they've died of starvation, you've known each other for at least two weeks, mm. like two weeks worth of friendship right yeah. there. Mm. It's enough time to and grieve. We, yeah, we've gone through a lot together. A lot. Washed <laughs> up on this island together. Some sad, some got, tears. Crashed into the mountain. Yeah. How, so you want to be in an urn? Yeah, I wanted. To, I like the urn idea, even though it's a little bit more environmentally taxing. I like the idea of becoming a tree because then I can provide oxygen. Just saying, the soil that my body creates <laughs> yeah, will also sure. host a tree <laughs> for sure. But I, I think it's such a waste to have giant graveyards, and they're spooky as all get out. Like they're like it's a, such a waste to have. Like even though it's a place where you and your family can visit and you can lay down flowers at the grave of someone who died, I think it's just such. It's so selfish to say mm. as we start to run out of space on the earth, like we're like people are starting to do like urn, not urn, um, cremation boxes at yeah. at yeah. Cre- uh, That's cemeteries. been going on a long time in really densely packed Asian it's, cities. Isn't that like Tokyo it's has those? Smart, yeah, right? Hong Kong has that. Uh, yeah. yeah, they just it, have a tower. They, 
Because yeah. they have, have a tower space. here in Taiwan. Oh, yeah, really? There's a, there's a tower near tower. the library in Gaoshan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Someone pointed it out to me one time, and I was like, I thought it was a business in, building. I mean, but instead it's... of buying a plot of land, you just buy a little box, box cupboard spot, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you're there, a little plaque. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather be a tree where I'm useful, still on the ground, but I'd rather be like like my flesh vessel, be able to be turned into something still useful. And we could put a little plaque on it that says, "Donated by donated by <laughs> the Candace's body of body. Candace Brown." Like, and then and and like future generations can come and rest under the tree. And then when it dies, then it's done. I think the most important thing that I hope we I think we all agree on is that regardless of what happens to our bodies in in the dying part, like whether we, as my two co two co-hosts say that that like they would in dire circumstances do this. I I think regardless, we all agree that we just want to exalt Christ with our body, with, like throughout this life, and yes. that like human life has value. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. And I'll I'll share with you a verse. It's actually my dad's favorite verse. It's Philippians one twenty. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage, so that now as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. So we just want to exalt Christ in what we do. Amen. And once again, you've reached the inconclusive end of the inconclusive podcast. Sharing is caring. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the inconclusive podcast. Talk to you next time. Thank you.